Hey friend, I want to remind you that you do not have to do life alone. And if you're looking to climb higher in any area of your life, whether it's faith, business, relationships, I am opening up five spots for the month of June to work with me one-on-one. Let's map out your goals. Let's get you excited about your new climb so you can see new mountaintops. It's better together. When we work together, I believe you can go higher and further than when you try to do it alone. I know I'm thankful for my mentors and coaches, so I am reaching out to let you know that no one succeeds alone and you you can get to that point that you've been dreaming about when you have help. Reach out, send me the DM, go to my website. The link is in the show notes. You can apply for one-on-one coaching with me for the month of June. I would love to take your hand and do this thing together. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey, we're back with another episode of Addicted to the Climb. I hope you guys are on some kind of climb right now and enjoying the views around, not burning yourself out, but just climbing. Nice, nice. And the reason why I say that is because we are going to dive into a conversation today with my friend, Megan Miller, who I brought on. And before I hit record, we were talking a little bit about just the burnout. So I'm going to introduce you to her and we're going to get right to this. Megan Miller is an international best-selling author, TEDx speaker, intentional living expert, and host of her own podcast, Attention to Intention. She's dedicated to offering high-performing go-getting professionals, simple daily micro steps for putting attention to intention so they can stop sleepwalking through life and start living with inspiration and fulfillment. I love that so much. And I'm so blessed to have you on the show today, Megan. How are you? Oh, girl, I feel the same. You ever have that person in your life that makes you smile as soon as you see their name? And I think what a gift that is. Yes, it's you. (laughs) I was just going to say, it's you to me. So when I got your text message last night, as we were talking about before we hit record, and I have been so miserable and cranky going back to the person I was addicted to achieving and always being on and thinking I can do all the things. And as I see this, as I hear my phone ping and I automatically am like Pablo's dogs, what the hell? Who wants me now? What is this? And I see your name. It made me smile. 
I'm so happy. I, that makes me so happy because listen, we all know you don't connect with everyone, but when you do connect with certain people and the vibe is there, it's such a blessing. And I'm so appreciative because Megan, Megan and I connected on LinkedIn through mm -hmm. another friend just said, Hey, you two need to meet. Another reason why I love LinkedIn, if you guys are not following me and now Megan Miller, go to LinkedIn and follow us over there. But it's just the connections you make, you could make tons of connections, but there are the few that you really do connect with. And I feel the same about you. I'm very excited. I love the work you're putting out in the world. I love you know, your podcast name, Attention to Intention, because that's where everything starts. And I can't wait to dive into how you came up with that name and all that. But yes, let's talk about the burnout and why you're feeling mm. this way right now. I mean, what is happening? Kelly, if I can go back, girl, you already taken me to church. And what are we a few moments in? I'm already having like praise be moments over here. So, Kel, you mentioned something so beautiful that I want to expand on before I forget, um, how we met through mutual friend. I was just telling my husband this story last night. I feel that when someone says, I have someone for you to meet, or when someone says, hey, read this book or check this person out, I think it would really resonate with you. I truly believe there is something universal, God, divine-like about that, and you need to lean into that. Mm. Yes. Don't take that for granted because there, there, there's something there about yes. that. And people always come into your life at the, per, at the right time, at the oh, right time. I have chills. It's so true. And you know, for me, Megan, I actually pray and ask God all the time. Not every day, I forget. But when I'm intentional, I really have that question on my radar. Like, Lord, God, who do you want me to meet today? Like, that's a question mm. I have it written down because I really do want divine appointments. And I know this is one of them because that question, I started saying it not too long ago. And the people he's bringing into my life are just blessings to me. So <sighs> listen, if you're, if you're longing for new friendships or just connections with people, ask God, you guys, you know, mm. my podcast is all Christian faith-based. So we can talk like that here, but ask him, who do you want? Who do you want me to meet today? Who is going to enhance my life? You can ask these big, bold prayers. Listen, God wants, he's ready. He's waiting for you to talk to him. So I probably was saying mm -hmm. that and, and here you are. Here you are. Oh, I love that. Kel, I love that. I love that. So to go back to your question on yes. this burnout, this fatigue, you know, I was reading something just this morning that we are in a loneliness epidemic because people are going, living their lives in this busy, busy hustle world that we are constantly connected to the pings and the dings mm -hmm. going from, when you think about it, when you wake up, phone, laptop, phone, TV, bed, rinse and repeat. Mm -hmm. And I, hands raised. Well, I preach this and I struggle, I struggle with this, this, this hustling for the validation, this hustling to feel worthy, this 
hustling to constantly respond. And when you peel back the layers of it, no one's asking you to do this. No one's asking you to respond to the text right away. No one's asking you to bake the cookies for the bake sale for the 15th time. No one's asking you to respond to the email right away. You are, and you got to work on you. And that's the hardest thing to do. And I think awareness, and I've been saying this, and I've been saying this to myself, Kel, awareness is such a gift. Because when you know better, you can do better. So oh. for instance, as I, oh, go ahead. No, I said, oh, I love, I was giving you a pre, like preach, oh, preach. Girl. I just posted that. <laughs> yeah. When you know better, you do better. I'm like, yes, I'm giving you a high five. <laughs> yes. I know. I don't think my girl that's that awareness gets enough street cred because we want to be air quote perfect and have it fixed and have it fixed in 24 hours. But because we think we can Amazon our life. Exactly. But, right? But I say all that. Like you said. It it does. And man, it is mucky and it is murray and it is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So last night as I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about all of these things that I'm going back to of being tired, of being snippy with those that I love in my life, of not making time for those that I love in my life, of the email just setting me off edge, of the one little thing just skitsing me out, I realized, okay, I'm aware of it, and now I can change. And the other thing, Kelly I told myself, and I just had this moment last night, yep. with like a minute of silence. That's all it was. It was a minute of laying in bed without the phone, without any device, okay. me and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Growth is uncomfortable. And that is where I am right now. Mm. And it is, it's so uncomfortable. And what I've learned is, well, I want to go back a minute because you said you're hustling for whatever you named all the things, but when we really think about it, you said it, who are we hustling for? Like, is it for ourselves? Why are we have to answer all the dings? Why do we have to go right to the phone? Why are we hustling so hard? Yes, we have to hustle in life. We have to always take action. We're not going to get anywhere. We're going to stay in the same place. That's not what we're saying. But when we think we have to hustle harder in our minds, that by itself is so exhausting. It's so exhausting. That's why I always preach about organizing your day So you have a game plan and incorporate some breaks in there. It's okay to do that. Like, why do do we think it's not okay? Why do we think we have to go 24-7? The phones can keep us going 24-7, but that's what you are leading into. That article that you read is also the hustle harder movement that we're just on our phones, on the computer, doing all these things is causing a lot of isolation at the same time. And I'm guilty yes. too. I am guilty. So it's, Oh it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's listen, it sounds easy, but, it does. but it's hard. It's it, hard. No, it is. And Kel, you said something and I had to write it down because, Oh my God, it was so true. This is exhausting because it's a never ending performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking about taking a break, it made me flash to this morning, just this morning. So I try to give myself a couple moments 
before I grab the phone and go right into the thing. So grabbing my coffee, sitting with a little pen to paper, asking myself these, these, these questions about who I want to be today and what I'm grateful for and, and just setting the intention in the mindset. What's one thing I could do for me? And, and this morning I had a phone call with a girlfriend at 8.30. And I remember sitting there thinking, I don't want to take this call. I am so burnt out. I am like two steps away from tears. I feel like I'm just in this fight of me versus me and it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And I get on the phone. Count, and we have just this beautiful, raw, mass down, human to human conversation of like things we're struggling with, of words of wisdom, of things that 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 have helped each other through. And that 15 minute conversation felt like the hug I didn't even know I needed. Mm -hmm. So to your point of these little breaks, I also think it's so important to pick up the phone, not just send the text not just send the email, actually have a conversation because that can feed your soul the way you don't even realize. Okay. I have a confession to make. <laughs> this is crazy yeah. at this day that we're talking about this. Listen, guys, I know you're listening right now, but none of this was planned because Megan and I said, we're going to have a conversation of real talk. And that's what we're doing today. But it's funny because yes, I have been hustling. I am pretty good at my morning routine is on point. Like I never no negotiate that. I, that's my quiet time. During the day, I'm not that great. I do go from call to call a lot of days. So today my husband says he's going to the Celtics. We're in the playoffs. It's a big game and my, he's taking my son. So it's just me all by myself. And right away, I was like, okay, I'm going to write this out. I'm going to do a new newsletter. You got, he says, what are you going to do tonight? Call a girlfriend to go to dinner? I said, like, he, it was almost like a shocking question because in my <laughs> mind, I was going to work till 11, literally like start the day. I, all I saw in my head was notebooks all over my island, my whiteboard out and all the things I'm going to keep doing. He's, what are you doing? Call a girlfriend. Will you go and do a dinner with somebody? I was like, really? What? I should? He's like, yes, <laughs> no, but to your point, it's like, sometimes we get comfortable just being so busy and we forget yes. to feed ourselves like the conversation that you didn't want to have this morning. Tonight, I stepped out, I text a friend, I said, do you want to have dinner? Within 30 seconds, she wrote, yes. Like, how easy was that? <laughs> so and uh, let me tell you what, my girl, I'm so proud of you for doing that because these routines, man, they are hard hard to step out of 45% of the decisions that you make, that I make, that our listeners make are on autopilot. And it's so easy to go to the lane that you know, and you're comfortable with that you're not even aware of your subconscious is driving. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you were like, you know what, I hear you. And I'm going to take action on it. And Cal, oh my God, it's so funny that you mentioned that. So Michael and I are going up to New York next week. I have said to him, talking about routines, I have said to him, you know, I want to travel with you more. It, for me, it lights my soul up because it gets me out of the same four walls mm -hmm. and it helps um, give me some creativity, but yet also spending time with my husband on the road. So it, 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 it's good for our marriage as well. And I have said this, Cal, for years. 
And every time he offers and says, hey, I'm going here. Do you want to go? I say, I'm too busy, too busy. I can't, I can't do it. And just yesterday he came up the stairs and he said, Meg, I'm going to New York. Do you want to go? And my Cal, my immediate reaction. And I, I felt it start to come up. I can't go. I'm too busy. And then I thought, no, enough go. And so I said to him, I will be there. Okay. There's the lesson. If you guys get nothing out of this today, the lesson for you is that life is short. Mm. Don't miss out on opportunity, friendships, because listen, at the end of the day, you cannot take your money into your grave with you. You cannot build wealth and think that you can take it. It's At the end of the day, it's about friendships, community, having your girls, your posse, and that's in the that is the most relationships are the most important thing. And look at us. We know this. I can preach about this. And yet here I was saying, I'm just gonna work all night. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm probably gonna have a great time tonight. We have to recognize where we need to be aware, like what you said, we have to be aware of this stuff or else the isolation will creep up. And that is not a place where we need to be. We need to step out. That's why I'm so big on community and, you know, creating that within my own groups because I'm so scared to be so isolated because I've been there and it, yeah. it's not a good feeling. And I know that with the phones, it, you know, going back to what we first were going to talk about with picking up the phone and the isolation, because I read that article today. Did you read it on LinkedIn? No, I, no. Tell me what the- I read. I just read the isolation article about how isolation in a, right now amongst people is skyrocketing in depression and all the mental health going on is all stemming from being people being isolated. So I think that's one of our lessons for today too, is just find your posse. And let me just ask you, Megan, what, if somebody is like, well, I don't know, I don't have a posse. I don't know where to go. What do you tell those people? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fun? You know, so I, for a long time, Cal, uh, mask up that I would only, like when I felt really depressed or when I was struggling or when I was angry or sad, all the emotions, I would mask up, I would hide in my little cocoon and I would only come back out when I felt like I could put a face on and that I could hide behind it and that I would be okay. And what I realized is that I had a tribe around me the whole time, but I did not realize it because I wasn't vulnerable with myself first. You can't be vulnerable with other people until you're vulnerable with yourself. So for the listener who thinks that they don't have a tribe, here's what I want to tell you. Yes, you do, whether you know it or not. But before you can leverage your tribe for help, you need to know what you want and you need to know what you're struggling with. Because if you were raised like I was, we didn't talk about the hard stuff. So when you don't have a toolkit or a language around these emotions and you're used to running to the thing to numb, whether that's the email or the food or the booze or the overspending or a mixture of it all, that just becomes your knee-jerk reaction and you're not allowing yourself to feel so you don't even know what you want. So I would say this, and I know it sounds hokey, 
Uh, there was a time in my life would have been where I would have been like, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. But I'm telling you to try it because it works. Like Kel was talking about earlier with her morning routine, okay. a minute of silence, a minute of silence with the phone away, count to 60. It can be in your car. It can be in, in your bed. It can be even be in the bathroom. Count to 60 and see what comes to you. See what comes to you. Because those are those little inner gut whispers that are trying to tell you and nudge you into the way to lead your life. But they are hard to hear when you are busy being so busy. So good. It really is. And it does sound so basic and so simple. Yet a lot of people are not doing that at all. I didn't do it. I know for me, it took me until I was well into my 40s to really say, and it was actually from a book I read called Still. It was just a, I was like, still, whoa, who does that? <laughs> like, wait a minute, well, still, I read the book and it was life-changing, life-changing and just taught me in order to know what I want. You know how people walk around and they're so unclear, but they're looking for purpose and they don't know what which way to go. And I'm so confused. And listen, you're never going to find it if you don't get still and take a rest and do the 60 seconds at a time. I mean, I know none of us have time, but some of us make time. And I know I'm one of them now. When I know I'm spiraling out, like you maybe this morning, because I've been there when I'm spiraling out and I'm crying and I'm overwhelmed. I, I know that God's like, okay, let's spend some time together. And that's mm. my go-to. I plug right in, just like your phone. You have to charge it to the wall to the with your cord. I take my invisible cord. I plug it into God. I plug it into myself and I'm still. And I'm like, I need you to tell me what to do because I don't have the answer. And, and he- and Oh, he, Cal, I love that. It's so- And I love, yeah, how you look for the lesson. Like I just- said to a girlfriend, the, the girlfriend this morning said, as my, my spiritual connection to God has grown in a way that feels right to me. Yeah. Now what my family tried to, to bullhorn me into not bullhorn, but you, you know what I mean? Like when, oh, yeah. when you were raised to believe a certain thing and, and it feels more like a chore than yes. a connection. And I never felt a connection to God from going with my grandmother and she was rigid and raw and, 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 I ran from it. But when I started to feel a connection to God that, that felt right to me, did I start to see these lessons? And so I was just telling her this morning, every time I go through one of these moments where I'm spiraling, I say, okay, God, what's the lesson? What's the lesson? And I think when you look for the lesson, the bumps become easier to roll through. Hell, they're never easy, but they become easier. Right. And then, Cal, you had said something about purpose, and I loved this. I love when you talked about purpose because I think in our Amazon world, we think that it, purpose is something that we can just go buy off a shelf and it will be on our doorstep in 48 hours. And I was one of those people for so long thinking that my purpose was in these achievements and accomplishments. But I heard something the other day, and it just hit me to my core, and it made me think of my own path that you don't find purpose, purpose finds you. Mm -hmm. And the way that purpose finds you is when you do these two things. You do one small act of kindness every day 
just one small act. It can be something like leaving a love note for your partner by the coffee machine or sending a text to a girlfriend who's struggling or sending a note to a colleague saying good job or even smiling at the person in the grocery store, something small. And the second thing that you do is you work on your spiritual connection. You have a spiritual connection because to your point, Kel, and this is your tagline, and I say it almost every day to myself, when you have faith, it gives you the courage to get through the fear. Mm, so good. So good. Exactly. That sums it up. When you have faith, you have the courage to break through the fear. Because mm -hmm. we all go through fear of what's next. Fear that we don't have a purpose, but your faith will get you through. It will give you the hope you need that you do have a purpose. God didn't make any mistakes. He created us all on purpose for a purpose. The only way to know what your purpose is, connect your spiritual connection. And I love that you said that. And I love also how you put it. You said, my spiritual connection's my own. I never push like my faith on anybody because I know personally when my mother was always talking to me about Jesus, I loved it. I learned from her. She gave me so much wisdom, but I needed to find it on my own. Mm, and I respect yeah. that so much because I, I teach my kids. I say lead by example, but I try, I don't want to push God in their face either, because I know he's our father and he will connect with each of us differently and individually and uniquely. Yeah. And that's beautiful. We all have a different spiritual connection and that's, that's the beauty of it, right? Some of us raise our hands in the air. Some of us are very quiet. Some of us talk about Jesus. Some people don't talk about Jesus and they love Jesus and that's okay. So I think if you're new to faith listening and you maybe you don't have a spiritual connection, we don't want to push it down your, you know, push it on you, but it can make your life more peaceful, give you mm -hmm. more clarity on in what your purpose is. And it's all just about a relationship. It, it's not religion, right? It's really yeah. about having a relationship with God so you can talk to him, right? And, and that's Kelly I love how you're laying this all out so beautifully. It makes me think about the power of curiosity. And I think that I heard Elizabeth Gilbert say this once, and I absolutely loved it, that all curiosity is asking for, it's just whispering, you know, it's sitting on your shoulder and it's whispering in your ear, hey, look at me. There's not, there's not much to lose, but, but we, we so quick say no. So I think that, your spiritual connection, it grows when you lean into that curiosity, whether it is to, I don't know, go to that friend, to that church that, that they've been telling you to go to, or just this morning, my girlfriend said, Hey, I want you to, to I'm going to forward these, these, um, inspirational quotes from this pastor that, that have really moved me, take them for what it's worth. So I think leaning into that curiosity, reading them, if, if it moves you, great. And if not, delete, move on. I think we're so quick for someone else to give us the playbook to these things that we want to use and infuse in our life. And that's not the way it works. You got to 
You got to do what feels right for you and leave what doesn't. And I think all of that comes with curiosity and experimentation. Oh, for sure. I love that. I never thought about it like that. It is about curiosity, the power of curiosity, right? I love that and lead with that. And it's it. life can change if you just are open. I mean, that's really yeah. what it's all about. Being aware. Do you want your life to change? Do you want to enhance your life? Do you want to stop the grind, the hustle? Well, that's where the faith comes in. And that's where your more peace can come in. But Megan, I also want to touch on, because in your bio, I want to just make sure I, I want to talk about this. You are considered an intentional living expert. Yeah. And I just want you to explain what that means. How did you, how did you find that title for yourself and why? Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. I love this question. So intentionality is a big buzzword now, right? And, and that kind of like pisses me off because I feel like we talk about these big buzzwords and they're hard to navigate. You really don't understand them. So intentionality to me means that you are getting out of the passenger seat of your life and that you're getting in the driving driving seat of the of the car. I love myself a good analogy. It's the way I, love I understand it. things, right? Yes. And I love that. I think at some point in our journey, we we get in the passenger seat and we let we let life circumstance take the wheel. And you're just a bystander in your own life and you're going through the motions and you should all over yourself. You know what you should do, but you don't do it. So you stay in your routine, whether that's the job you hate or the extra weight or overspending or the relationship that's just like a roommate or the over drinking. And you just keep you just keep going because you don't know where to start. And to me, intentionality means that you've pulled that car over. You've had enough courage and you've gotten the hell out. And you now you're looking under the hood to think what you do want. And so for me, I hell, I was in the passenger seat for a long time. And I, and I didn't even realize it. You know, we hear these buzzwords and you never pause to think, oh, my God, that's me. So for me, chameleon, people pleasing mode, man, Cal, I was so knee deep in it. I didn't even realize I was such a master at getting you to like me. So I had no opinion, no voice, no, I was just so focused on the validation from you and from my job that I, like I said, had no opinion, no opinion. So, so after I had this, this breakdown, I said that I'd be happy when I get the next job, when I got the promotion corner office, like that was going to fix everything. Hashtag surface level thinking, got the corner office job running sales for this billion dollar hospitality organization. And I had a meltdown a mental breakdown. And I realized that I was numbing with the booze, with the Lexapro, with the relationships, with the overspending. And what did I want? And to me, that's when the intentionality really started. So I asked myself these four questions every day. And I would ask you, dear listener, to ask yourself these four questions. This is how you begin to get back into the driver's seat intentionally with the life that you want in a direction that you want it to go on, not just circumstance. One, how am I feeling today and why? Pen to paper is such a gift. You forget 80% of what you think and hear if you don't write it down. 
But listen, if you want to write it in the notes app on your phone, do what works for you. What works for me is pen to paper. And I ask myself these questions, but do do what works for you. So how am I feeling today and why? What is one small act of service that I can do for someone else? Whether it's, like I said, my love note for my husband or a text to a girlfriend or I don't know, a smile to a neighbor, cookies to a neighbor, whatever. Then the third thing I ask myself is what is one small thing I can do for me and that will make me happy? And then the fourth thing that I ask myself are what are three things I'm grateful for? Mm-hmm. And I try to make them as specific as possible. So for instance, instead of my health, today it was we've had a lot of people uh, close to us that are going through really turbulent health problems and issues. And I, I wrote down today that I am so grateful for the health of my husband, of my mother, of my stepchildren, and that we are healthy and that we can navigate through our days because there are so many people close to us that aren't right now. That's an example of gratitude. Oh, th- those four questions. And listen, you guys, I, at Megan and I did an interview for her podcast as well. And I do, I remember these because they were so impactful to me. And th- this is what it comes down to. It's putting in the work. If you do want to be more intentional, it doesn't just happen. You you think that big word, intentional, like you said, it's a buzzword and people talk about it. But let's get serious. Let's get in the driver's seat instead of being a passenger and watching everybody else do all the things you want to do. Lose the weight, stop the drinking, get sober, do all these things. Listen, it's your time. The time Mm -hmm. is now. I'm telling you, stop waiting for the right time because the right time is never coming. I mean, I can guarantee a setback before the right time happens because that's life and we need to embrace that. And, and be ready for battle. But to be become intentional, you have to sit and do this kind of work that we have been doing. Because look at us, like the conversation we're having today. Yes, it's a difficult conversation because Megan was having a rough morning. We all go through it. But when you are intentional and you muster up that strength inside and say, I'm not going to let this take me down. I'm going to get in the driver's seat and I'm going to fight for what I want. I mean, I've been using this three word um, saying the last 48 hours, fight for it, fight for it. I was telling my clients, just fight for what you want because it's up to us. And doing these things, like writing out those four questions can really change the course of your day, even just your day. I mean, it's amazing what can happen when you are aware of your life and like not just doing the monotonous things day. Like you said, rinse and repeat, yeah. rinse, get up, da 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 da, rinse and repeat. That to me is more boring than stepping out of your comfort zone. <laughs> like, and I think com- that's where the anger builds. I think that's when you, when you start getting resentful, when you, you start snipping at the people you, I have heard so many girlfriends and Hey, hand raised. I have been there. Where I'm like, I don't like the person I'm becoming. I don't know why I am so angry and on edge. It is because every day it has become about what other people want and need from you. And you are not even gifting yourself a moment for you. I mean, how quick are we when someone wants to either put something in your calendar or ask you to do something or call you or put the request in, whatever it is. 
are you so quick to cancel the thing for you? Whether it's the exercise, whether it's the 10 minutes of uh, whatever, whether it is um, walking with the friend, or even if you're like, you know what, I wanted to get outside and sit outside for a moment. You cancel that stuff for you because you're accommodating somebody else. And that is where the anger builds. So I would say, if you are to, if you are to that point where you are like, I don't like the person I'm becoming, I want you to just make and keep one small promise to you. It can be 10 minutes. It can be 15 minutes. Hell, it can be five minutes. It's not about the time. It's about the commitment and the action and keeping it. And that will rewire the conversations that you're having with yourself up here in your brain. Oh, my gosh. This is this is like, I hope you guys take notes today. <laughs> this conversation <laughs> can change a person's life. I'm telling you. It really can. It's these small little, little additions to add into your day so you can release some overwhelm, some stress Mm. and get present. You know, Mm. it's so it's, it's, it's a very noisy place out there and it all comes down to getting present so you can get back in the driver's seat. I love that. I'm going to keep saying the driver's seat all day. <laughs> I'm in the driver's seat. <laughs> I want to be in the driver's seat. <laughs> I love it. I do. I think it's 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 amazing. And now I want to shift over to talking about you being a TEDx speaker. And yeah. I want you to share with them that experience and how the heck did you get to be a TEDx speaker? Because that scares me. Girl, I, yeah, I didn't even have a chance to tell you this. So this was just this past weekend. So the talk will be live um, at the end of May. Okay, so you can do right. it at the at the end of May. Um, I will tell you, I don't think one. I did not realize what an emotional experience it would be as someone who is a task list checker. I just had okay, another thing to accomplish, another thing to conquer, another thing to do. I don't think I ever really stopped and and paused and, and let it sink in. You know, Cal, I, I was a chubby kid from Central PA, raised by a superhuman, single-parent mother. God bless mamas out there. I don't care if you're doing it alone or with a partner. You're superhuman. Mm-hmm. And I never felt worthy or enough. And I questioned my worth my entire life. And so to be up on that stage and share my struggles with a community, mass down, human first, it really was a beautiful thing. And I kept saying to my husband, it was the first time that I had ever been to a, 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 a TEDx talk um, in the audience. And I kept saying to him, what I am getting out of today is the power of connection, of community, of storytelling. Nobody was on their phone. They were present. They were cheering for each other. They were sharing these vulnerable stories. And I think that someone can teach you in 15 minutes what it took them 15 years to learn if you have enough courage to listen and be present. And that's what happened in that room. Um, So the talk is called uh, Detoxing Off the Drug of Achievement with Megan Miller. And whenever you're listening to this, I hope you dial into it. Um, on YouTube, it was a beautiful experience. And if there's a TEDx salon by you that you can sit in the audience, it is a beautiful event that really brings humans together. And also, too, I want to tell you this. 
everyone has a story to share. Everyone has a story to share. So you might not want to do it on a TEDx stage, and that's fine. You don't have to. But I would say share your story and your, and your wisdom and what you've learned on your journey in a way that feels right to you, whether that's with your kids, whether that's with your partner, whether that's with your church group, whether that's on social media, whether that's through blogging, whatever feels right to you. You have a voice. You have a story. You have lessons to share, and the world needs to hear it. Oh, I love that. I, I never realized that again, until it was later on in stories do connect us in such a significant way, massive way, because I know when people, when I, I never talked about my breast cancer ever, mm -hmm. like that was like something I buried deep girlfriend. Like I, I, I went through it probably, I, I want to say eight years later, because it's almost 15 now was the first time I even talked about it. And I was like, wow, people are like wanting to hear my story and wanting to know how I got through it. And it's, she's so right. We all do have a story that can empower someone else to keep climbing because yeah. that's why we're here to encourage each other, not compare, to empower each other, not be jealous. I mean, that that's what it's all about. And we're all a work in progress. And I'm the first to admit that there's nothing I do that's perfect at all. But I accept that, you know, my strength has to come from God. I know I can't do it on my own. And that's where I plug into every single morning in that little quiet space. And, you know, the message again for today is that life is so busy and you can become so isolated. And now is the time to make those connections. You don't need permission. Reach out, send a DM. I mean, ask someone to connect you. Like I wouldn't be here with Megan today if somebody didn't connect us. So ask, hey, can you connect me with this person? It's okay because we don't want you to feel alone. And listen, Megan, how can they get in touch with you if they want to connect with you directly? Yeah. And Cal, I love, I love that ask. It just makes me think. So, so one of my words this year, I just wrote it down the other day was just ask, just ask. So I got to just ask. We have tendency to, to overcomplicate everything. Um, so I would love for you all, if this content resonated with you today, we are here, our community, this community of intentional living here with open arms. So to Kel's point, you're not alone. You can come to our website, which is just Megan, M-E-G-A-N hyphen M-I-L-L-E-R dot com. Depending on when you're listening to this, the, the TEDx talk will be up on the website, hopefully, um, at that point. But you can you can join our social tribe. You can sign up for our Micro Step Monday newsletter, which is just this, this little piece of communication. We pop in every Monday with one little intentional nugget for the week ahead. And I can't think of a better thing to hit your inbox on a Monday than that. Um, so, so come check us out. The book is there. I mean, any, this it's the, it's the, uh, that's where you'll find everything. So just come to the website. We are here with open arms. Join us. You're not in this journey alone. I love it. I love that. Thank you so much. Make sure you guys go over there. And what about following you? LinkedIn, we know. And are you on where else? Tell them where else. So is so Instagram is Megan.b.miller. And it's also hyperlinked on the website. So if you just go to the website, you can hyperlink right to it. 
and LinkedIn. And then the other thing, Kel, and I, I forgot this, and, and thank you for bringing this back up. If you're on the website, uh, there's a, a little spot that says Microstep Journal. That's where you can download the four questions that Kel and I talked about. So if you're like me, I'm a little old school. Hell, I even walk around. I even got, I know this is going back. I even like to live my life with folders. And uh, if you want to print it out, you can download it and print it out. If you're like me, I'm visual. I need to see it. I need to feel it. I need to touch it. There's that option there as well on the website. Same. I am so the same. I love printout. I mean, mm. I love having the paper. I like to write. It really does. And I think putting pen to paper makes a big difference anyways, right? Oh, my God. I have to tell you, when I started that that four-question process and that first question of how you're feeling today and why, and when I allowed myself to be honest, Kel, mm-hmm. honest with myself and write these words out, is when I really started to know myself. It, it's to true. your point. It's yeah. it, the, the power of pen yes. to yes. paper. You, you don't need to be a air quote writer. You don't even need to like writing. It's, it's the person that you get to know through the process is mm-hmm. you. It's so true. It is the person you get to know is you. And don't be afraid to get to know you deeper. A lot of things can come up in that journey. Oh, yeah. And listen, it's not all good. (laughs) It is not. I've had plenty of moment. I still am. I'm in this for seven years. But I think when you ask yourself, what's the lesson here? It um, it becomes a little easier to go through the battle. It does. It does. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for sharing so many beautiful things with us today. So many I love tools you. we can put in our toolbox. But before we go, I want to ask you, because I ask all my listeners, yeah. what are you climbing towards right now, whether it's in your personal life or your business? You know, the first thing that came to my mind, hashtag intuition, gut whispers, was peace. I would love to be- that is a great answer. Right? I'd love to be more peaceful with where I am. It's not always the next checklist. It's not always the next thing or achievement to just enjoy the moment. You know, I read this quote online and there's so many, Yeah, you can get lost with all the quotes online, but there's some that just really resonate. And, and this one was about the fact that we lose the moments so much until they become memories because we are either too busy getting anxious about the future or beating ourselves up about the past. Mm-hmm. And I would love to, to to dance in that spot where I can enjoy the moment as it's happening. Oh, so good. Yes. I need it too. I love, I love that. That was the perfect answer. I, I have been podcasting for over well, three years now. And I don't think anyone's ever said peace. Oh, really? Nope. And I've asked every single guest. So thank you. That was beautiful. That was a perfect way to end the conversation. I just thank you so much for being here. I love you and you are a blessing. And thank you all for tuning in today. I really hope that you feel blessed and empowered to get in the driver's seat. Stop with the pity party. Be aware. Find your peace. Be present. All the things that we talked about. 
There's so many. And if you need to go back and listen or share this episode with someone that is struggling or just hustling and you see it, you could say, hey, take a listen to this. This might just help you on your journey. Mm. And I so appreciate you all being here today. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Megan, for coming on. Until next week, you guys, keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.